Okay. And then how many times did you take the ACT? Um, I took it nine times. Nine? Yes. Like the yes. official ACT test? Yes. Wow. Hey, college kids. Welcome back to my podcast, Who Cares About College? In today's interview, I'm going to be interviewing Larry. So, Larry, could you introduce yourself? Mm -hmm. um, my name is Larry Gu. I'm from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I'm planning on going to NYU this fall studying global public health and media culture and communications. Cool. So let's start at the very basics. Are you the first in your family to go to college, at least in America? I am not. Uh, my father studied for his grad school here in the U.S. And when you started preparing for college, was it your choice or was it more your parents pressuring you to start? Um, it was definitely my choice, but that was also a kind of a flaw because I procrastinated a lot mm -hmm. and, and um, started a lot of things later than I would have liked, but it worked out in the end. That's good. Yeah. So when did you start thinking of college? Probably the thinking about college definitely since like sixth grade and stuff, but actually starting on the process, it would have to be like two weeks before my senior year started. That's when I started on the whole process. And you got into NYU. Yep. <laughs> so surprisingly, yep. So was it important for your family or at least for you to go to a more prestigious school or was it, you know, I'm going to try out for the school and if I get in, that would be cool? Mm -hmm. So pretty much I, I guess so, kind of, but I mainly applied to in-state schools, such as like just in-state schools in general. And the only out-of-state schools I applied to were NYU and Emory. And I kind of put all my, like, all the eggs in one basket at that point because I was, like, I dedicated the majority of my time to crafting my application for NYU. So, you know, I, I just put all of my eggs in one basket. And I feel like with my parents, um, they definitely didn't pressure me to go, but they would have, they, they obviously would have liked me to go that route, yes. Okay, so in the entire college process from your freshman year, you know, doing your classes, SAT preparation, stuff like that, was it all just kind of you doing it or did your parents help you out in the process, like sign you up for SAT classes and such? Um, yes, it was, I'd say 50-50. I didn't start preparing for the, I took the ACT only. Oh. I didn't start preparing for the ACT until sophomore year and um, that's when my parents also found me a tutor but I feel like it wasn't as effective as just working on it and grinding on it myself so I spent the majority of like that process doing it by myself I feel like and then what did you do to prepare for the ACT um, honestly it was a bunch of YouTube videos also repetition so I found a lot of ACT like old ACT tests online and I printed, printed them off and then started just going at it and yeah that's that was my process okay and then how many times did you take the ACT um I took it nine times 
Nine? Yes. Like the yeah. official ACT test? Yes. Why? Yeah. No, it's just because whenever I first started taking them, I saw it as like an unnecessary aspect to my application, if that makes sense. Because I started my like the summer before my sophomore year. And as a, like a rising sophomore, I really did not care at, <laughs> at that point. And I didn't study as much as I should have. So I had to like keep retaking it until like I was satisfied. And that ended uh, my the summer before my senior year was whenever I got my final score. And I was okay with that. Okay, so what was the score that you submitted to schools? Um, I support. I submitted my super score of a 33 to to my schools. I see. Wow. Okay. And is that about the average for the schools you applied to? Yes, it was. I, I'd say slightly above average for NYU, especially. Um, but yes, around. I'd, I'd say close to the average. So let's move on to another part of your application, which is your GPA. Take me back to freshman year and the classes you took, you know, the honors, APs or IBs and all the way up until senior year. Mm -hmm. I was actually a horrible student throughout middle school and freshman year. I ended freshman year with a, let's see, yeah, a 2.75 GPA. Huh? Yeah, and that was my freshman year. And I, uh, it was really like just uh, because of me. And I was like, I really don't care about school at all. So um, the classes I took then were just a bunch of um, like – Basics. Classes, yeah, basics that I needed to get out of the way so I can graduate. So like financial literacy, like history classes, etc. Um, you know, they were they were really easy classes, but I just didn't try at all. So I ended that freshman year with a two point seven five. But the summer before my sophomore year is whenever I started my ACT grind, and that's also whenever I start like started getting serious, and um, I took. AP Bio and A Push, AP US History, and I started on on my pre IB courses such as Chemistry, English, Pre Calc, and French. Uh, but I also decided to do yearbook that year and photography to challenge myself. From that year, I jumped from a two point seven five to a four point zero GPA, so I got straight A's my tenth grade year. That's good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. My junior year, 11th grade, that's when all of my IB classes started. I'm an IB student. So uh, I took IB world history, biology, English language, French, math, psychology, and TOK, and as a uh, theory of knowledge, and as well as a photography class. Mm -hmm. And that year I ended with 1B. So my GPA, my weighted GPA was a 4.6, and my unweighted was a 3.8. And then as 12th grade started, it was um, my final year of IB courses, so I took the same classes and photography as well. But that year kind of was a, was a struggle because I was completely focused on crafting my application, my college applications. So I ended with um, three Bs that semester. So it brought my GPA down to a 3.5 unweighted and a 4.37 weighted and 
with all this like pandemic thing going on and then like all that stuff my the second semester of my senior year was I ended with um, straight A's, so 4.0. Okay, that's good. So how hard was it bringing your GPA up from a 2.75, you said, in freshman year, all the way up to the GPA that is much better now that you actually submit it to schools? I'd say it wasn't as hard as it seems on paper, just because I feel like I just, I literally did not do any work my freshman year. I just did not do any homework, didn't do any classwork. You know, I don't I don't know what I was on to be honest. But yeah, once I once I just started put, putting in like some sort of effort, I saw a huge improvement which you know boosted my self-esteem and confidence and that helped me to, you know, put in more work and then see see the final results which were really good. Okay. And I have one question that doesn't really necessarily have to do with the college application process, but a lot of people tell me that your freshman year of high school is really easy compared to the other three years. Is that true? Yes, it it was extremely easy. So I feel like that's why I saw the opportunity to slack off, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now let's move on to ooh, my favorite part, extracurriculars. So take me through all the extracurriculars you did, or at least you put on your college application. Um, so I was definitely a, an extracurricular focused person rather than academics. So I, I've been in student council since the sixth grade, and the school that I go to is a mid-high, so it's from sixth through twelfth grade. So I've been in I've been a representative since from sixth grade to eleventh grade. In my senior year, I was um, student council president. So that took up the majority of my time, and I feel like it was the most rewarding out of all the extracurriculars I did. Uh, and the second extracurricular I did was um, a club I started the summer before my junior year. It's it's called Tech Support for Senior Citizens. And it's where we go to um, senior centers or like retirement homes for every weekend, every Saturday for about two hours in the morning. And just senior citizens can come up and we can help them with technology while also like forming intergenerational relationships, because I feel like that's also um, lost to end today. So I feel like that was another one of the main focuses I put on my application. And my extra, my other extracurriculars were just um, like key club, rotary club, so uh, the various community service clubs, and as well as like French club, like cultural clubs, so, such as like Asian club, etc. And I was also um, involved in sports a lot, so I was in a sport every year from sixth grade to twelfth grade. So that took up a lot of my time as well, uh, and I I feel like that's about it. Okay. So did you do any of these extracurriculars just so you had something on your application or did you genuinely enjoy each one? Because you have like a lot of extracurriculars. Um, I genuinely enjoyed each one because if like, I just, I just feel like if I didn't enjoy it, I just would not want to waste my time in that at all. And uh, well, I'd say with student council, for my sixth grade year, I was definitely, you know, pushed into that because I didn't know what, what what student council was. But then I grew to really enjoy it and like it. And I feel like it was a good 
like it was a good way for me to dedicate my time. I see. And then so you think student council and the tech support for senior citizens club were like the most impressive extracurriculars like your spike? Um, yes, I'd say I'd say the biggest spike was, uh, is probably the tech support club because I plan on going into the I'd say the medical field. So like community service, um, interaction, interactions with people and then also just like helping people in general. I feel like that's um, what my spike was focused on. Okay, so were you aware that a lot of more elite colleges, there's this like, you know, the spike thing going around. So did you know that a lot of elite colleges expect you to kind of have something else to your application? I I really didn't know that until I started doing research the summer before my senior year. And I was, you know, pleasantly surprised. I was like, I already have a spike. So that's, that's great. What about your guidance counselor? What did she say about your chances of getting into different colleges? Like, did she think you could reach those reach schools, target schools, and then obviously safety schools? She had, she didn't say anything about it. Like, she didn't say whether or not I would get in or not. But she just, like, wholeheartedly supported, I'd say, every student, every senior that came her way. So I feel like it was fine. Okay, so did you get a recommendation letter from her, too? Um, I did not. I get. I got my recommendation letters from my history teacher, mm-hmm. my French teacher, and also one from my principal. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did you know your principal well? I did, yeah. That's good. Okay. And did you pick these teachers because you had good relationships with them, or do you think that you performed outstandingly in their class and they would totally write you a good recommendation letter? Um, it was because of my good relationships with them, because... What my guidance counselor said was to, like, it's best to ask for um, a recommendation from the STEM fields and the humanities fields. But both of my recommendations were in the humanities because it was a language and a history. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just took that chance because I feel I felt like they knew me best. I feel like that personal relationship is going to be way more important than anything else. Okay, so they could write something more to your letter rather than, oh, Larry does good in class. Larry raises his hand a lot. Yeah. Now let's move on to your essay. So talk about your Common App essay first. What did you write that about? Um, I wrote that about one of my experiences in, like, during my tech support club. And that was whenever I was um, helping, I was just helping an old lady with her computer and she was just scanning um, just music music files and music sheets onto her laptop and you know i was just i didn't ask i was just wondering because i was curious i was like are you a musician because i um i'm i played piano for like 10 plus years and i I was just curious and she was she was just like she just said that she had no music career like no musical background whatsoever but she felt like she wanted to give back to her community um, so she, what she did was she scanned it all onto her computer in order to project it onto like a wall at like a hospice home or like a retirement home in order to, you know, help them live, relive their golden years, if that makes sense. That's what she said to me. And I feel like that really touched me a lot because I feel like I was helping someone help someone and I, I could see like the ripples and the water that 
you know, that could touch so many people. And I feel like that, that impacted me the most and that influenced me the most on like what I wanted to do in the future. And that's what I wrote about pretty much. Yeah. That gratifying feeling when you, when something you do pays off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then your supplemental essays, can you take me through what you did for those? So I only had to write one supplemental essay for NYU. It's just why NYU. That's the only thing they asked me. Mm -hmm. And um, I pretty much because I didn't want to just say, you know, I, I like NYU because you're in New York City. You know, that's just too. That's just I feel like that's a factor that doesn't really affect me that much. Like if you're a good school, it doesn't matter where you are. You're a good school, period. And I just wrote about the opportunities that NYU would give me pretty much. And like, because it's, it has so many campuses throughout the world, like in China, Dubai, Africa, like everywhere. And I feel like that global perspective would really help me in my future career ambitions. And I just pretty much wrote about that. And what about, well, let's talk about the essay writing process how long did it take you to write your common application essay you know from formulating the ideas to actually submitting the final draft um i actually wrote about five other different essays for my common app essay they they were not like some i i mainly put my put my essays in the in the prompt where it said write whatever you want to write about (laughs) because i was like interest me you don't have to like write a prompt for yourself right you can just write whatever Exactly. And I feel like that gave me the most freedom to, you know, properly express myself. So I had five different rough drafts before I, you know, I focused in and felt like my final essay was the best essay I could write. Okay. And then did you have your family and friends read it over or was it just you? I sent it to my history teacher and I I did allow my, like my siblings and my uh, parents to read it yes okay and then for the why nyu did you visit nyu and know that it was kind of like the school you wanted to go to or did you have to do deep research into it um i actually i visited nyu my sixth grade year i and you uh, still remembered it yes my sister also graduated from nyu Mm -hmm. so um whenever we dropped her off at college that was whenever I was a sixth grader and it really it was also my first time going to New York City and I feel it it really I feel like it changed my like my course and I was like this is where I want to be like this environment especially where everyone's so driven to accomplish their goals is really what's inspiring Um, and I revisited NYU whenever she graduated in 2017 and I it just solidified the fact that that's where I wanted to be. Like the resources that they had and that were available to their students were, you know, just so great. And I, that's really what um, hooked me on to NYU. I see. Okay. So it was very easy for you to write the why NYU essay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. And then did you find it hard to stay in the word count? Because I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. I did. I did. I always went over it like one or two words and it was, so annoying but yeah it was it was a little bit iffy with that part so what advice would you give to people writing the just common app essay why whatever college essay and just supplementals in general what advice would you give because i feel like a lot of people don't know what to write they don't want to sound too cliche or too emotional Mm -hmm. and stuff like that 
I feel like that's also what I struggled with a lot was to figure out what would yeah what wouldn't be too cliche and I feel like it's not it's not necessarily uh, not necessarily a bad thing to be cliche about some things it's just like what would you want other people to know about you like what what experience do you want other like this admissions counselor to know about you that would not necessarily you know set you apart from other people but to show who you truly are as a person i feel like that's the most important thing you could be is to be genuine not to be over exaggerative or to be you know maybe a little bit too too cliche but like just to show your genuine genuine self and show like what makes you you mm-hmm. that's that also sounds cliche but you know um yeah it's just it's just true like what what drives you you know what drives your motor okay and then what motivated you to choose the essay that you did choose the tech support club this tech support club essay uh, I feel like that also came with, you know, some planning as well, because the previous essays I wrote were before I knew about this, quote unquote, like the spike mm-hmm. uh, with um, elite colleges. And I feel like, like just highlighting one of the moments that like changed my life for the better, while also, you know, helping my spike was the best way to go strategically, because um, I knew my grades and my ACT, like my test scores, my standardized test scores, were um, either below average or just right, just in the middle of average. So I feel like that wasn't what highlighted my, you know, my performance as a as a person and as a student. So I feel like that's how I chose writing. That's how I chose. Um, my essay prompt, my essay topic was because uh, I feel like it, it insinuated the spike even more than it already did. So now we have all the components of your application. How did you pick all of the colleges that you wanted to apply to and what were those colleges? Um, so I applied to three in-state schools. So I applied to the University of Oklahoma, Oklahoma City University, and the University of Tulsa and what motivated me to apply for those schools were just because they were you know they're the pretty much the only colleges in Oklahoma (laughs) yeah and um, all of my friends are going to like either Tulsa University or the University of Oklahoma and they're all super like good and big schools as well and I feel like that close to home feeling definitely you know motivated me to apply to those schools but what motivated me to apply for out-of-state schools, such as uh, Emory and NYU, I feel like with Emory, it wasn't necessary. It wasn't like that was probably because of um, I saw that they have a really, really good financial aid program. And like what they had, like major wise interested me as well. So I, w- I just went for it. And with NYU, it's just, you know, that's one of my that's my dream school. So that's why I applied. I see. Okay. And then which colleges did you get accepted, deferred, and then rejected from? Um, I got accepted to all three of my in-state schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't hear back from Emory because I got uh, accepted early decision to NYU. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It's binding? Yeah. Uh, yes, it's binding, but 
not so binding if that makes sense because if because it says if you can't pay for it like we're not going to bind you to this college so that's you know that always worked out i see okay and then did your state schools offer you substantial financial aid or a full ride scholarship um yes one of my state schools did offer me a full ride but the other two offered me a good amount like a very good amount of financial aid but it didn't compete with the financial aid that NYU gave me. Okay, yeah. The thing is, I have, I mean, I don't know much about NYU, but from what I hear, it seems to have, like, not that good of financial aid, so... Not at all. <laughs> really? So did you get a good amount, though? Yes, I, I got, I personally, I got a really good amount, but uh, I feel like maybe this year it was affected by, you know... Like, especially with regular decision kids, it was affected more so by, you know, the coronavirus, like COVID-19 mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. Because from what I've seen and heard, uh, a lot of the regular decision kids didn't get as much financial aid as, like, some of the early decision kids that so I've was seen. So like, first come, first serve? I feel like it might have been first come, first serve this year. Yes. See. Okay. And when you apply early to schools, do you do you think that really helped your chances of getting into NYU? Um, I feel like with a competitive school like NYU, I really don't know. <laughs> but I feel like yes, because it definitely showed my interest a lot because I'm committing you know, I'm pretty much like committing to this school, you know. So yeah, I'd say a little bit. Okay. And then do you think having your sister being a legacy for you, do you think that helped you either too? I'd say, I'd say probably in that, in that process, because um, like having her as like, um, you know, like a, a, also like as a college admissions counselor, kind of like, because she's gone through that entire process. And I can just ask her things and that's that's you know that's a great resource to have but I definitely feel like with you know legacy students uh it definitely comes with an advantage. So how did you feel when you opened your NYU application and you got in? Oh yeah, it was great. I was in I was in French class and they Why would you not wait for your family? No, see here's the thing. NYU said that they would come out on Friday, like the like the notices, like the decision stuff would come out on a Friday, and it was a Wednesday. So I saw that they sent me an email, and I was like, "Cool, what is this?" And they sent me like a financial aid checkup thing, and it was like, I was like, "What the heck does this even mean? Why would I get a financial aid notification if I, you know, didn't get in?" And then I checked the application portal in class and i saw that i got in mm-hmm. with my financial aid and i was i was just like oh my god like i definitely cried a little bit and i ran out of the classroom mm-hmm. like it's like it was great honestly a little bit, honestly like n- now that i look back on it, it might have been a little bit embarrassing but i really don't care yeah i'm sure you don't oh my god okay so you're committed to nyu did you visit you so you visited nyu so did you visit when you were in the college application process just for like one last little checkup before you decided to go early Mm -hmm. i so the summer before my senior year i actually went up to go like i went to go visit my sister she 
works in New Jersey now. And uh, we pretty much visited NYU, um, Boston schools, such as like Boston University, Northeastern, you know, stopped by Harvard and MIT just for the clout. Um, also, like just drove around that the North East Coast. And there's just so many prestigious schools up there. Yeah, it's so like all I, clustered in one space. I mean, it's really yeah. good for me when I go visit and stuff. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, we pretty much just had like a three-day road trip type deal and um, just visited all of the schools up there, like all of like the famous prestigious schools up there. Even though I knew I would never like have gone, it was just really cool to see like all of these different college campuses. Yeah, okay. So what, do you th- what are you thinking of studying in NYU? Um, I'm thinking about studying. I'm definitely going to study, actually. I'm definitely going to study um, global public health mm-hmm. and also uh, media culture and communications. So whenever I was um, researching my majors, I had no idea what I was going to do. I, you know, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do in the future, like grad school, etc. But it, I focused on two things, anthropology and public health. And I I looked at um, NYU's pub, like public health department and I really liked how they formatted it because it doesn't like, you can't just take public health as a major. You have to take public health and also a concentration. So like a double major, mm-hmm. but in one major. So I feel like that was super, super important for me because I was not sure what I wanted to do. I had interest everywhere I wanted. I was interested in, you know, astronomy. I was also interested in like, but like law and like mm-hmm. all this other like weird stuff. So I feel like it definitely helped me because it was half and half. It was half, you know, science and half like media studies. So like I, I'm really interested in like, you know, media culture and communications, all three of those things. So it was just a perfect fit. So is that what you put on the application saying that this is your, per, like this is the major you want to go into? Yes, I did. I see. And I forgot to ask you something when I was talking about financial aid, but did you earn mm-hmm. any external scholarships, not uh, affiliated with NYU, but just yourself? Mm-hmm. I did. Um, I earned one external scholarship, but I'm also waiting for like more details for other scholarships that I've applied to. And mm-hmm. uh, the, like, the, like, they come out in like late July or early August, so I'm still waiting on those. I see. Okay. And then are you relying on those to help you pay for what NYU is not giving you? I am not because uh, we, I, I feel um, very grateful to have like, uh, have the amount of financial aid that they've given me. So yes. So we're coming to the end of this. I want to ask you a few more broad questions. So do you have any regrets with how you handled the college application process or just anything you did in school that could have affected your results? Definitely should have tried harder in middle school and freshman year. But I feel like that also helped me a lot because it showed me like what I needed to do in the future, which was important. And uh, also to probably regret procrastinating a lot and not taking the ACT more seriously because I hated taking that test. Oh, my gosh. Did so, you ever yeah. think to take the SAT instead? I took the PSAT, and I was like, not for me. So yeah, I, just okay. focused, I just focused my time on the ACT. I see. Okay. And then what advice would you give for high schoolers now? 
It can be anything with classes, extracurriculars, essays, anything. Honestly, just just seriously do what you're interested in doing. Like people will notice notice like what you love to do. Like just it's just really clear. No matter like what you think, people will see if you're truly passionate about something rather than just doing it based on like you know resume building, etc. So yeah. So do you think a college will notice if you try to build your resume up? Yeah, yes and no. If you do it in a way that, you know, they, you know, they won't notice. Like, for example, you've already known about like the spike thing and you you're not sure what you want to do in the future, but you know like you want to focus on the spike. Then maybe, maybe you can, you know, get that across, but I feel like it's definitely super, super difficult to do what you don't like to do. So that's just that's just me, though. Well, thank you so much for mm-hmm. being interviewed. And Larry, I really do hope the best for you and NYU. I mean, New York, it's it's still recovering, really. Mm-hmm, definitely. It's very slow, yeah. So I hope you get the college experience, go out partying, <laughs> yeah. people. Did you pick a dorm mate? I, I did. I, I chose a roommate already. That's good. Well... I wish mm-hmm. you the best of luck with everything you. going on. I mean, you already got in, so that's good. Have a good day. Bye. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Larry. If you did, make sure you subscribe so you can get more great content like this. But other than that, I hope to see you guys in the next episode. Bye.